Welcome to the Pack Mentality Podcast. If you don't know me, I'm Matt Bauer, and I own Red Wolf CrossFit in Huntington Beach, California, and I've been coaching for 16 years. We created this podcast with one goal in mind, and that was to make fitness education accessible, engaging, and effective for everyone. Today, we are moving on to our second-to-last podcast series of our hierarchy of pod- of. CrossFit. So we started with nutrition, then we moved on to metabolic conditioning, we went to gymnastics, and now we're finally on to weightlifting. So this podcast title is The Art and Science of Weightlifting. Danny's with me today, and we're going to be covering the basics of weightlifting, the different types of weightlifting. We're also going to be talking about the benefits and myths, and then we'll be wrapping up with the differences between mechanics, form, and technique. Danny, welcome. Welcome. Thanks for having me. All right. Ready to rock and roll? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's get right into it. Uh, So before we jump in, uh, I think you have a memorable weightlifting story. Let's share that real quick just to set the stage. I mean, I have tons of memorable weightlifting memories, um, but I was, you know, I've done a lot of weightlifting over my years um, competitively. But the one thing I will say is, uh, I think my first year of CrossFit, um, I met a guy who was a CrossFit coach at the gym, right? And he recruited me to be a power lifter, right? And uh, he had won, you know, we get in there, we start weightlifting or whatever. He actually won the Arnold Strongman in the 80s. Okay. He won like, uh, I think in 88 or 89, he'd, he'd podiumed and they won golden at Arnold. So he's like a legit, right? And he pulls me to the side and he's like, you, you're going to power lift. I go, I don't know. And he goes, no, I know. You're going to power lift. Come here. <laughs> and I was like, all right, man. And so... Yeah, we worked together for about like four months in total, right, of doing it. And I went from like, this is sound, and if you know me, this is, this will make you laugh. But my max one rep deadlift when I started was 200 pounds. And I mean, I almost blew my back out doing it. I went from 200 pounds to 365 in about a four month span, right, of just like training it and doing it. And I probably, I weighed like, um, I, when I first started with him, I weighed about 185 pounds, maybe mm-hmm. 189 pounds. And when I finished the four months, I was weighing around like 220, 225. So I, I grew immensely and I learned so much from just a cycle of that four month period where we just, we just focused on powerlifting, right? We deadlift, we pressed and we squatted. And that's all we did for about four months. And it really changed my whole trajectory of where I was headed in the CrossFit space. Wow, that's awesome. I, I think you and I both have similar stories because you and I both start off more of like a body weight or an endurance person. And that's kind of how I started off with too. Like I was only 150 pounds when I first started CrossFit. In high school, my one rep max deadlift was 225 and same thing. It almost broke me in half. Yeah. Uh, and then when I first started CrossFit, my biggest weakness overall was definitely any kind of lifting whatsoever. Even wall balls were hard for me when I first started CrossFit because my legs were just not, <laughs> it's not there. Yeah. And then I realized when we started implementing more uh, weightlifting and I started getting a more dedicated training cycles that my CrossFit improved significantly because I had the strength and the muscle endurance to handle some of these other movements that I had to do, especially with the intensity we were doing it at. Yeah. I think one of the big things was like, I always wanted to RX workouts when I first started CrossFit. Right. It was a big deal to RX workouts, uh-huh. but I could never do RX weights like on a good like path. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I needed someone to kind of pull me to the side and be like, listen, you should focus on these three principles 
before you jump into what you're trying to do. Oh yeah. And it actually paid off. It paid major dividends when I actually listened to the whole thing. Right. Yeah. It's crazy how a little bit of coaching in something advanced like this can go such a long way. And I remember when I first started actually having a coach and started doing, getting coached on weightlifting and, and doing it the right way, um, at the right time with the appropriate weights and with the proper progressions, um, that, like I said earlier, I got significantly better because there was a time when, I had to break up Fran on the first 21 thrusters. If you don't know what Fran is, it's 21, 15, nine thrusters at 95 pounds and pull-ups and 95 pounds for me, I had to do like seven. And then I was like, I, I can't lift it anymore. Yeah, I'm physically done. <laughs> so, all right, perfect. Let's move on to the basics of weightlifting. Our first section here out of three. So let's talk about the three different types of lifting. So we have Olympic lifting, powerlifting, and bodybuilding. So Danny, why don't we start with Olympic lifting? Yeah. I mean, Olympic lifting is the most complex of the three. So it's mm -hmm. a good place to start. You know, it's the application of really force and power with movement. If you think about it, right. It's the snatch, the clean and the jerk. Mm -hmm. So it's three separate movements, yep. right. That's what makes it up. Um, the reason we call it Olympic weightlifting, right, is it's the 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 two they, they put them, the clean and jerk together. So it's the two lifts you see in the Olympics mm -hmm. for the major players of the world to go out and do. Yep. And the reason I would think these two are the best, right, like from a personal bias, but I mean nothing's more awesome than like taking your body weight and throwing it over your head. Yeah. catching it. I mean, who doesn't love to do that? Right? Yeah. With speed. <laughs> yeah. But that's what, that's really what it is. It's taking, you know, it's, it's adding, you know, force and power with speed over your head on top of it. So, I mean, the technique, the, the flow, the look of it is, it's just so dynamic. It's so like, it's like an art form in terms of the way it's done correctly. And if it's not done correctly, you know, right away too. So yeah. it's like, it's, it's really just an art the way it looks at it. Yeah, exactly. And I, the thing I like about Olympic weightlifting is that it, you train so many different components all at once and it's a full body all at once. And it's a fast muscle contraction all at once. You have to use your entire body yeah. very quickly and it requires agility, speed, coordination, strength, power. Um, and which gives it a huge bang for its buck with just yeah. uh, three separate lifts. I mean, yeah, going back to like some of the previous episodes we've had already, like if you can save time, and still gain muscle and strength and power, why wouldn't you do it, mm -hmm. right? Also, too, it adds an element of coordination, I think, that you need as you get older, right? Oh, yeah. So I think as we get older, you know, coordination and mobility kind of go away from the, go away, and it's not something we really think about when you're younger. It's something you, you're like, yeah, whatever, I can run and catch a ball. Yeah. As you get older, you're like, you have a hard time tracking certain aspects and your mobility falls off. So I feel like doing these is great. I think everyone should do it at some capacity throughout their life. Now, are you going to go to the Olympics and snatch 300 pounds? No. no. Right. And we don't want you to, right. We just want you to do the, we want you to get the benefits that that same person is getting at the level you're at. Yeah, exactly. And especially as you age, the less you do those fast twitch muscle contractions and those, yeah. was it type one muscle fibers type? Yeah. Type one for, uh, yeah. yeah, those type one, type muscle one speed, type yeah. one, yeah, type two don't, don't get as much work as, uh, as they do when you're younger because yeah. you're not, you know, in athletics, you're not doing, you yeah. know, you're not running and jumping like you were as a kid. So you lose those more as yep. you get older, as you age, I should yep. say. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Let's move on to powerlifting. Number yeah. two, what we were talking about. Yeah. So what, what, tell us about powerlifting, powerlifting. Okay. 
I can go a lot of different ways here with mm-hmm. powerlifting, but powerlifting essentially is three. It's, uh, you know, it's the deadlift, it's the squat, the back squat, mm-hmm. right? And it's the uh, bench press, okay? It's uh, easily one of the most overrated pieces of lifting ever out there because yeah. everyone thinks they're an expert at it because you have done these forms over your lifetime. Um, and it's also the most underrated used tool because no one really knows how to do most of these movements correctly. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I love powerlifting. I mean, I competed in powerlifting for a while. It was a passion of mine for a good, a good amount of my life. Um, but in the day, I mean, it's essentially the best thing for you because it puts overall mass and strength on your body Yes. with real, it doesn't have as much um, power or how much speed I should say mm-hmm. as the Olympic lifts do. So it's a little bit safer in terms of like um, learning and, and, and like having bad technique or bad form. It's a little bit more forgiving in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like Olympic lifts, like it's an art form. It, you got to have the correct term, like the correct lifting technique and form. And when you miss something, you know right away and you're limited by those pieces, right? Yeah. Where I can just be like just a brute athlete or just a, a brute strength person, do a bad deadlift and still get hundreds of pounds off the ground. It might cost me later on, but I can still do that. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So essentially it's just, I mean, the, the lifts are more simple. The muscle contractions are slower. And the range of motion is different. Yeah. Um, and it, it's great just for building overall strength, but not overall uh, ballistic speed. I mean, someone once someone once told me, like, they, if you think about the way the human body is made to move, the powerlifting just makes that, like, you know, the squat pattern, the hinge mm-hmm. pattern, the yeah. press pattern are the three most common patterns used in a human body, right? So, like, the human body is made to do these things. Now it's just strengthening those ligaments, muscles, and tendons to a period that we need it at. So using a different type of muscle range Versus like the Olympic power stuff. Yeah. And definitely lifts that Olympic weightlifters still train with. It's just not, it's just not their specialty. Yeah. And uh, it's also something that we definitely need to still do as we, you know, doesn't matter how old you are, that squat, deadlift, and bench are, are things yeah. that we should always be doing. You know what the Olympic lift is called? Powerlifters, right? What? Accessories. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Ready to move on to bodybuilding. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So bodybuilding is something that most people know of when they think of the gym. So we're talking like machines, dumbbells, still bench, still squat, still deadlift, but we're going for more aesthetics, correct? Yeah. Um, so bodybuilding, uh, <clears throat> let's just be honest, right? Bodybuilding's like the, uh, the, the, what is that? Twan trolling of the um olympic world right mm-hmm. it's the show that you go out there and look at it's really bodybuilding is if you break it down it, it can be any sort of form of lifting right it's more of like isolation lifts it's yeah. more of um eccentric and contraction lifts right and it's like the and it's it, there's a million ways to do this right but this one is the most like hilarious one to me too because a lot of people will spend their time doing this bodybuilding form or style mm-hmm. And they'll ignore the power or the Olympic style, right? Because they think that's how you get to that level. Mm-hmm. So really, like a lot of the bodybuilders that you see on TV were once powerlifters, mm-hmm. right? Arnold Schwarzenegger won hundreds of medals in lifting, um, Olympic style and powerlifting style before mm-hmm. he ever was a bodybuilder. Yeah, that's so, true. That's something I didn't know until I watched the documentary was that he was a powerlifter and he'd also did some Olympic weightlifting. Well, going back to my story, the guy who won the Arnold, right? He won... You know, I met him. He had just, you know, he was my coach for a long time. We're still really good friends. Mm-hmm. He's actually competing now in the 50 division. He he was a world class weightlifter. Like when he, when I met him, you know, he's he's 41 at the time when I met him. Right. 
he was benching 410 for reps. Wow. <laughs> Imagine walking in, you meet this guy, he's got gray hair, he's an old like looking dog, right? He just gets under the bench and he starts benching 410 for reps and he's like, here, this is my warm up. this is where we're gonna start. And you're like, good Lord. And then he turns around and does muscle ups right behind you. Yeah. You're like, this guy is in shape. <laughs> this guy is in really good shape. But that's what, you know, his philosophy was like, you need a base to build off before mm-hmm. you go to these things. So the bodybuilding style is great because it has, like, again, it's, it's using isolation, which is not something you do normally um, on the other two previous ones, right? Mm-hmm. It's using a lot more contraction or eccentric movements as well. So it's like holding, it's like it's lowering the range of motion necessarily to keep tension under that muscle to help it like c- grow or to stay puffed up. Right. Like that's yeah. sense And people love that because you feel that right away. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, you know, powerlifting is going to get a baseline strength for you. Right. It's going to strengthen ligaments, joints, all those things, mm-hmm. you know, Olympic lifting is going to help coordination and speed, which you need, but you need a balance of all of these things to be healthy essentially. Oh, hundred percent. Right? Yeah, no, that's a great point, Danny. Like in, in terms of, uh, I mean, people are probably going to ask, like, which one should I do? And I'm like, all, all of them. them. All <laughs> of them. Yeah, a great answer. Because, I mean, they all complement each other, and they all fill in the gaps in different ways. Because there's really no one way to do lifting. And the best way to get better in terms of muscle mass and having all the speed, agility, coordination, strength, uh, and muscle mass is to do all three. Well, let's start here with this next piece, right? A lot of people are going to pick what they like, Right. A lot of people just like to power lift. A lot of people just like to do Olympic lifting. A lot of people just like to do a bodybuild style circuit of lifting as well, right? Mm. First off, if you're doing one of those things, great. You're doing amazing. You're in the top 10% because you're doing weight and resistance training, which yes. you need to be mm-hmm. healthy, right? Yes. So congratulations to you. Here's the downside. If you only do one style, you are going to be so freaking bored, right? It is boring. It is so boring because what are you doing all the time? You're just doing lifting under, you're doing sets or segments, right? There's really no variance to it. The first rule of weight training or like first rule of programming, I should say, is you need, you know, specificity. You need specificity. It's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Specificity, right? You need to be so like, you need to variable your training out. Like it can't just be one style. Because it needs to have, like, you need to be able to deadlift. You know, if you think about deadlifting, let's just take, like, deadlifting. From picking a floor, something off the floor and bringing it up. There are three real styles of deadlifting. There's conventional, which means your feet are on your hips. There's sumo, which means your feet are outside your shoulders. And there's the RDL, right? The Russian, the mm-hmm. Romanian deadlift, which means it's more of a straight-legged style. Mm-hmm. You should have all three of those incorporated into your training program at least one time a week at different variable volumes. So not just a one rep. You're not one rep max testing, right, all those. And you're not doing 10 sets of 10 on all those. But it needs to be some sort of variable that you're throwing into your training for you to get the benefits of deadlift. If you only did conventional deadlifting, you'll make a bias in your hips and your lower back that's gonna cause you like a a problem later on down your life, Mm -hmm. right? And this is also why coaching is so important because a coach can kind of balance you out and make sure that you're having a good blend of everything. Well, I would say coaching is important for two things more than that. Number one, if you just Google weightlifting, you're gonna get a million results with a million different things. So it's, so what do I, you know, if you just Google it, I did it last night just to see what would pop up. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, literally I got 10,000 hits and I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like if I was a beginner, right. It would be really hard to figure that out. Right. So right away, it's hard to find what I should pick. Right. Number two, 
your body doesn't move like what you see on Instagram. I'm really sorry to point this out to everybody, but we don't have the same mobility as some of the people that we're watching that are professional athletes mm-hmm. or are, you know, influencers on Instagram, okay, or TikTok, whatever you're watching, right? So you need to find someone who can show you what your range of motion really needs to be or your your mobility side of things because if you try to overextend in a certain area, you'll just get hurt. And if you get hurt, what do you blame right away? Oh, I shouldn't have been weightlifting, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I heard, heard, heard that one all the time. Yeah, I hurt my back deadlifting. I'll never deadlift again. Mm-hmm. Oh, then you're gonna die young, yeah. right? Like because then you're gonna, you know, you're gonna not, you're gonna have a weak back, you're gonna have weak hips, and from there you're gonna have really bad problems later on in your life. So yeah. it's like that's what a coach will do for you: sort those things out. Because I thought I could figure weightlifting out myself until oh, yeah, I started, me too. <laughs> yeah, until I, until I met a coach who walked me through it. And I'm glad he did because I had a really good understanding of what to do and what to work on as I got older, right? Mm-hmm. And now that I've been having time doing it, it's like the first thing I look at is the way your body moves and it, like telling you how these things are going to work for your body. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, a huge reason why I got into CrossFit in the first place because I got so bored with bodybuilding. Because <laughs> I mean, because that's why I thought everyone, like that's yeah. the only thing was the option at the time. It was like you bodybuilded and then I would throw in some squats, deadlift and bench, of course. Yeah. But in terms of like, like I mean, I would spend two hours in there because it would take forever too. Yeah. Bodybuilding takes a long time because it is, since it is an isolation exercise. Yeah, you're doing the, isolation. The, you have to do it. a lot more yeah. of it, and you have to like rotate stations and everything. So that took a while. It but does. the good thing was yeah. that it built a foundation for my CrossFit because I had some strength moving into CrossFit, so I had some. Yeah, I had somewhat of a base. But I mean, you should have all of that mixed in, right? You know what I mean? Like to help break up monotony and break up training, it's good to have variable aspects brought into it. Even people who, like even Olympic lifters who spend, you know, five days a week doing Olympic lift training, they their accessory work is the front squat, the deadlift, the bench mm-hmm. press. They throw all that in there so yep. they don't lose that ability to have it or bicep curls or whatever it may yep. be, right? If you're, if you're a gymnast, if you're a gymnast training gymnastics, what do they make you, they're, they're going to do a lot of like, bicep curls, you know, yep. the shoulder press, you know, they're going to do like all these accessory weight movements to help get your joints and ligaments stronger so exactly. that they can handle the, the abuse that's going. So you need something in the middle that can give you both. Right. And that's yeah. why CrossFit is so great for those things. Yeah. That's a great point because you, your body can only take so much time, you know, it can only handle so much Olympic weightlifting or powerlifting to where the CNS will start getting fatigued. Yeah. And the good thing about bodybuilding is it fills in those gaps because it's more muscular and less CNS. Yeah. So it still allows you to train with more volume without burning out. Yeah. You just burn out the muscles. So like the next day you can barely walk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in terms of the importance in functional fitness, especially in CrossFit, this gives you a full balance of, uh, of a base really. Yeah. Well, it gives you an actual baseline, right? Like it, you know, if you're, if you're just coming in cold from the floor and you, I mean, from the ground and you have, you I just got the couch today. I'm going to walk in, right. It's hard to walk in and be like, all right, do snatches. You're like, what was that? Right. And mm-hmm. you're like, and you try to learn, like, it's like, okay, you probably need to go through like the basics first of like pulling. So let's do some deadlifting first. So we learn how to pull. And then from there we can actually get to more of yeah. explosive movements. So there's, there should be like a progression movement throughout. Right. Mm-hmm. If you have trouble pulling from the floor because of mobility or range of motion, then you should go to more of a bodybuilding, like isometric style and be like, okay, we'll do more of an RDL or more of these things, or even single leg modalities to help strengthen those pieces. So it should be very, like, it's always different based on chaining to get that baseline up there. Yeah. But you should always be working through different, like if we only snatched and clean every week, we actually would be 
we, we wouldn't be that strong. Mm-hmm. We'd still be move weight really well, but our deadlift mm-hmm. would go down. Our ability to do deadlift volume at certain weights would go down too. So are we really getting fitter? Yeah. Right. The answer is no. If we only did deadlift and no Olympic lifts or squats and no Olympic lifts, right. We, our speed would go, yep. up, go down. So like, yep. again, the goal is to be fitter and healthier through longevity. So how do we get you there? It's like incorporating multiple aspects of lifting inside your and resistance training inside your your week of training, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Let's move on to our second segment, which is the myths and benefits of weightlifting. So uh, some benefits are obviously you're going to get muscle growth. That's the whole point of why we lift in the first place. There's metabolic benefits because it's more metabolic than doing like just straight cardio. And also your mental health benefits because of the coordination aspect. Um, do you want to say anything about the benefits? I mean, that was I my, mean, that was my summary. Those are, those are great. Benefits. Yeah, no, the benefits are exponential, right? Like you should be like, let's just break it down for you. Like, I mean, think about your, your health, right? A lot of times people have as, as men and women get older, we lose our testosterone or we lose our yep. estrogen, right? So how can we get that up naturally? Well, we do that by lifting weights because that primal urge of lifting heavy stuff off the ground or holding heavy loads, right, will help to increase those aspects of your health. Yeah, the the body's forced to adapt to produce more testosterone. Think about your muscle mass growth, right? We were just talking about type 1 and type 2 muscle fibers, right? Mm -hmm. You lose what you don't, you don't lose what you have, it starts to shrink and go away, Mm -hmm. right? You can bring it, what you want is a combination of all of them in your system, right? So lifting weights or resistance training keeps those things healthier, right? keeps my tendons strong, keeps me resistant, like keeps me like fall hazards. How many people I've, I've used to work with, you know, 70 plus clients for a long time when I first got to California and their biggest fear was falls. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do we get them stronger? And we literally would do resistance and weight training, yes, right? With the cables or with weights. And it was amazing. They loved it. And the results they have is like exponential. So that's what you want to keep going up because you're, you know, the whole Greg Glassman thing was like, you know, you want to be hard to kill right? Yep. Like the stronger I am, the faster I am, the harder I am to kill. Yep. Strong people are harder to kill. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, we got to get you in that, 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 that realm right there. So those are great benefits. Plus it makes you look good. Like it makes yeah. you feel good. I mean, who doesn't want to look good, right? I mean, yeah. I think most of us get into working out to look to good, good. Yeah. but then we realize, Hey, there's so many more other benefits to this than just I mean, looking dude, good. If you're a guy, like, I mean, who doesn't want broad shoulders and a nice chest, right? Like yeah. and nice arms. Like it makes the shirt look really well, like mm-hmm. on everything. Yeah. It you boosts know. confidence. It just makes you, makes you more resilient. Yeah. yeah. And then mental health, right? Like we all have struggles where we get pissed. You know, like we need to exert that out mm-hmm. and not everyone can scream, not everyone can fight or things yeah. like that, right? Just because, come on, we're, in, we're living in suburbia here. But like lifting heavy weights, like getting out there and like, you know, slamming some weights, even if it's not like, you know, like, hey, it's 55 pounds, like that's not heavy. It's like, that's heavy for you, mm-hmm. right? That's enough for you to get it out, right? Yep. You'll feel so much better. Like the endorphins will rush to you and you'll have a better time. So the benefits are just, they're endless in terms of like that. Yeah. That's awesome. No, I couldn't have said it better myself. Let's move on to two myths that I want you to bust. So I have two for you. Uh, we have lifting makes you bulky. And number two, it's bad for your joints. So let's yeah. talk about the bulky part first. Yeah. The dumbest thing I've ever, I hear all the time is when females come in and they go, I don't want to lift because I don't want to look like a man. All right, cool. You're not. You don't produce <laughs> enough testosterone. Yeah. And you don't lift yeah. heavy enough or frequently enough to I, when, get that much bulk. Yeah. When you hear that, I'm like, all right, we'll stop you know, change your Instagram channel because you're looking at all the wrong people. 
you know, because the average person, you're just, it's not going to work that way for you. Yeah. Gonna, I, I can't tell you many times I've heard that too. And people will like compare themselves to a bodybuilder. I'm like, you have, I, you have, I do you, are you, are you lifting four hours a day and taking anabolic steroids and eating <laughs> well, 500 grams of protein? <laughs> yeah. Let's just start right there. Like you're probably only working out three or four times a day. I'm sorry, a week with an hour, maybe then you're not yep. doing an hour of just weight training mm-hmm. first off. So right away, like that's not going to, you're not going to get there. Yeah. Right. There's that calorie count, right? You're probably not eating twice your calories. Oh yeah. Your, your BMI calories. You think about great, great point. You need to be at a calorie surplus, right? You have to be at a surplus to gain super big muscles. Right. And like this power lifters that you see, or these bodybuilders that you see, they're eating probably twice their calorie intake when they're bulking into mm-hmm. it. Right. So you're probably not doing that on a consistent basis, a because of guilt and B because you just physically can't cause you're not burning enough calories it's hard to eat it's hard to eat that much right it's really tough so there's two and then three you're probably not taking the drugs they're taking like to get to a certain point after like you know there's a certain i'm sorry to break this to you guys at a certain age you're just not gonna grow muscle the way you see it on tv you can work that's a great point because everyone listening you can only get so big naturally and then once you hit that natural peak that's when you start adding in anabolic steroids. Yeah. And I was like, and the second you think you can get bigger, you just get fat. Yep. Like <laughs> I take it from me. Like I got pretty heavy during COVID. Like I got up to like 275 personally, like to myself. And I was probably the strongest I've ever been in a really long time. Yeah. But at some point my body was like, yeah, we're done producing muscle, bro. We're yeah. Just, it's yeah. fat here. At this yeah. Point. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I'm a hard gainer. So I start at 150 and believe me, I've spent my, I spent years trying to get huge Yeah, and it is very, very difficult. So if you think you're going to look like a bodybuilder by doing CrossFit three times a week and lifting some weights in class, please tell me what you're doing because I want to look like that <laughs> if I yeah. could do a workout three times a week. It just takes time. Like, I mean, you will look good in yourself, but it's not going to make you look super bulky and change. It's, it would take a 12 months of really can condi- like, solid work really like working hard for you to see like a really major change in your system right like i'm talking like oh i look like this and then next year i look like something completely different it would take like a year of like real solid work yeah it doesn't happen overnight unfortunately okay so boom busted that one you can't worry about that all right what was the second one you had uh let's move on to it's bad for your joints it's actually the opposite right yes (laughs) you know what's bad for your joints doing it wrong Mm -hmm. you know what's bad for your joints not doing anything yes like we know right away that lifting weights or doing resistance training, however you want to phrase it, is what strengthens and conditions the joints, the ligaments, and the bones, mm-hmm. right? It's how you prevent from, like, that's the reason we we have kids do, that's why the reason, like, high school kids do weightlifting, yep. right, uh, for sports. That's the reason, that, like, it's a focus for everyone. Not that it, it, it's not that it's bad for you. It's just, it helps strengthen. Now, too much of anything is a bad thing. Yeah. If I gave you you know, a hundred ounces of water right now and said, chug it. it water is good for you, right? Well, too much of water is, can kill you. Yes. We can, know this. Absolutely can. It's the same thing with weightlifting. It's just that weightlifting is so vilified because for so long we've had like piss poor like coaches out there. Yes. Having or people, no coaches or people or, trying to do it on no, their own. Yeah. Or no coaches going out there and be like, I know how to do this. I saw it on TV. Cool. And then they get hurt and they're like, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've heard I'll never deadlift again because I hurt my back one time. Oh, okay. You're probably deadlifting yeah. wrong. <laughs> well, it's been five years. I think your body's healed. Like we can move on right yeah. to the top. Yeah. And so it's like you need good t- good coaching. You need good perspective. So no, it's not bad for your joints or ligaments, right? It's like one of the most healthy things we can do. As people get older, right? 
65 plus, it's actually highly recommend. They have to beg you to go and work out. They, they the doctors go, please do weight training. Yeah. Like, please do five pound curls, hold a five pound weight. Yep. And then it's like, you have to beg them because it's so much healthier for the joints and systems. Mm-hmm. If you start younger, right. And you progress, then you're going to be so much more healthier as you get older. Like as you age right there, that's, it's all been proven already. So that, that myth that it's been bad for you is just someone feeding you lies inside that. Yeah, there's really nothing to back up that it's bad for your joints other than you're just doing it incorrectly. Yeah, yeah, incorrect. Anything incorrect is bad for you. Yes, yeah. drive, drive a car. It, yeah, exactly. I was going to say that. You drive a car incorrectly, guess what? Bad yeah. things are going to happen. Okay. All right, moving on. So we're going to move on to the differences between mechanics, form, and technique because I think a lot of people get this wrong. When as, This is actually perfect timing because we're moving into the section of where uh, you know we want you to do it safely and effectively. So first off, I'm just going to run through the definition of each. So first off, mechanics is essentially the science of how parts of your body work together during movement. So an example of this would think, uh, back to the car example, is that think of mechanics like the engine in a car, and it's what makes things move the way they do. So in a squat, mechanics explain why your hips and knees bend a certain way. And then on technique, uh, we're talking about how you apply the science of the mechanics that you're doing to actually do a movement. So technique is like driving a car. So you use the engine, which is in this case, the mechanics to navigate the turns and control speed. So in weightlifting technique is how you lift the barbell off the ground. Like if you're doing a deadlift and so keeping it close to your body, for example, is an example of technique. And then finally form is what your movement looks like in action. So it shows if your technique is good or bad. And an easy um, example of this would be form is like how smooth and safely you drive your car. So in the gym, good form would means that your deadlift, we have a neutral spine engaged core and you're not jerking the bar off the ground. Uh, Danny, anything you want to expand on on those three topics? No, I just want to make it easier, right? Um, your range of motion is just the way the body, the movement should go. Right. If it's a deadlift, it should be a hinge, not a squat. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how simple it should be. Right. I know that sounds really like dumb in people's heads, but I'm like, that's how simple range of motion is. Right. Some people don't have range of motion. That's why it's the first thing you look at. Right. Checklist right there. Boom. Um, technique is the style. Now, now technique is like getting into like he was just saying, like how close is the bar versus how wide is the bar, right? Mm-hmm. Where's our grip? Where's our foot stance? Where's our knee bend? That's technique right mm-hmm. there, right? And then form is like what muscles are engaging as we lift that group, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, you got you to start with the base point. It was like, can you even move in the right pattern, right? Do we understand what the pattern is? B, do we understand what object we're holding and how it should be held? And C, what muscles should I be feeling this in or, or engaging or focusing on as I move this muscle, this like weight uh, throughout, right? Yeah. So just break it down simply in your head. Like it's more complex, um, the definitions as you Google them, but in your mind, that's the first thing you go for, right? The last thing you should be asking yourself is, what muscles do I feel? Like you don't work in reverse. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm working this muscle. I should, I should feel this. Mm-hmm. I should hold it. Like, you start with the range of motion technique and then you go to form, yep. right? As we work through the process. Absolutely. And last question before we wrap things up. So what role does coaching or having an experienced eye play in mastering all three of these aspects? It's the only way to do it. So if you want, like, um, dude, coaching is the only way you're going to get better at doing these things, Mm -hmm. right? You can go and deadlift in front of a mirror all day long, but if, if you don't know what to look at, 
right? If you're deadlifting in front of a mirror and you're seeing yourself, you're already doing something wrong. I'll start there. So there's one thing, come find me and then we'll fix that problem. Two, like how are you supposed to improve what muscle groups or find the, the problem if you can't see the problem, right? A coach's, like a coach's eye is not a joke or it's not something we say to like pitch to you guys. It's something we perfect. We spend years working on to look at specific problems in your body, right? I can watch a series. I can watch you do a series of setups or series of moves and I can tell you what's wrong with your body instantly. And yep. that the reason being is because I've seen thousands upon thousands of hours of this. Exactly. I spent you my do, downtime you, and you do watching it full this. time. Yeah. You do it full time. Right. And like, I've been there myself and I like coaches put themselves in these places to find it. So if you're look, if you're wondering what your problem is, a, I'm not getting stronger. B I'm having pain. C I don't understand. Then you need a one-on-one person to look at you and like give you an assessment of what's happening to explain those pieces to you. Exactly. That feedback loop is going to be so much faster than yeah. trying to figure it out on your own. And you, you're, and yeah, go ahead. You're just Sorry. going to pick it up. Like it's like, yeah. it's like, dude, when's, do you remember learning how to drive a car? Like it was like the most nerve wracking thing someone's ever done. Right. Yeah. Like it's easy now. Like we all drive one hand on their first time. Yeah. Again, they're like, Oh my God, there's two pedals. Oh my God. Do I do two feet? Do I do one yeah. foot? How do you know? Like that's what lifting is like. It's like first when you first start, if you've never like experienced you're like, I think I know how to do this. Cause I've driven like a game. Right. Yep. And then until you get on there, you're like, Oh, I got to look out this the is window. A lot different. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really tough. So like, it's the same kind of concept when you go into it there. Yeah. It'll save you time. It'll save you frustration. And it'll also save you from any kind of injury. All right. Any final thoughts before I wrap things up, Danny? No. All I right. Nothing. Fantastic. A great podcast. I love that one. That was a good one. I was looking forward to this one. Yeah, me too. All righty, everybody. Well, thank you so much. Uh, just a quick summary. We covered the basis of, basics of weightlifting, the differences between Olympic power and bodybuilding. Remember, you want to be doing a combination of all three. And if you don't know where to start, please talk to one of us. We'd love to chat with you on how to get you going on weightlifting. We also busted some myths and went over the benefits. So uh, the benefits of weightlifting is that you're going to get better muscle growth. You're, there's metabolic benefits, meaning that you'll use food is fuel. Go back to episode 41 and look and listen to our nutrition podcast and also the mental health aspect. Weightlifting does not make you bulky. It is not bad for your joints. And finally, we discussed the differences between mechanics, form, and technique. And I hope that was helpful and informative because uh, we get asked that question a lot. Um, thank you so much, Danny. This was fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. If this was helpful, please leave us a five-star review so we know to make more content just like this. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Red Wolf CrossFit and DM your questions or content suggestions there. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, good luck, have fun. Nailed it. <laughs>